Mafia. I thought your name was just Trenchcoat Mafia. Well, I've given myself a promotion since Vicious Smith basically called me God when he reviewed your show on iTunes, and he's basically right. Okay, I got first of all, I got to look at that and see that somebody <laughs> uh, rated my show. It gave your show five stars. Okay, uh, but he <laughs> he is obviously something wrong with him. If he's saying you're a god, well, we're probably just being facetious. Well, he specifically said I was the god of podcasting, which I am. Why he even mentioned you in the review of my show? Because I'm the main reason that anyone listens to it. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Anyway, this episode, we're reviewing Erie Magazine, a uh, a story from Erie Magazine from the 1970s. Okay, uh, for, oh, I just, I don't know why, but I'm gonna talk about a news story, but I can't remember what news story I want to talk about. So, but I, but I will say, a guy crashed into five cars when he got brain freeze. He was slurping on a Slurpee, and he said he got brain freeze and blacked out for a few seconds and crashed. Sue 7 Eleven. No, what about his dumb ass? <laughs> I don't think brain freeze makes people crash cars into each other. Well, yeah, he said he blacked out because of the brain freeze. Uh-huh. And when he woke up, he still had his foot on the uh, gas. He should have feigned amnesia. <laughs> uh, that That's not... Okay. Didn't he he could have to- gotten out of his marriage and everything. Uh, no, the one I think I really want to talk about was with the lady who just died because she drank a lot, all Coke. She only drank Coca-Cola like 10 liters a day. That's all I want to say about that. That only killed you Mm -hmm. if you drank Coke and ate Pop Rocks. (laughs) Uh, no. If you don't drink, if you just drink Coke and nothing else, and they said have a withdrawal symptoms once they take the Coke away, yeah, she's 30 years old. Uh, that's all I want to say. And Coke says, ain't had nothing to do with our drink. If you drink too much of anything, like water, you could die. <laughs> Which Well, I believe that about water, because water is pretty gross. The moral of the story is drink Pepsi. You know, a woman died from that, too. She did the same, <laughs> she did the same thing this woman did, was drinking only a bunch oh, of liquor. Better story than that. Some woman drank a bunch of Sunny D, and she literally turned orange. Uh, that's not true. Why are you trying to be funny? Because I'm saying real stories here. On the internet, if you don't believe me. It, I saw it on Inside Edition. She really did turn orange. 
Well, good. I'm glad because that's a nasty ass drink anyway. <laughs> I agree. I don't know why the fuck anybody would want to drink that shit. That's people who like too much sugar. Better than water, though. Everything is. Okay, fuck you. Water is good for you, kids. Only drink water. Thank you. Uh, look what happens when you only drink water. That's all Courtney seems to drink, and look at how she is. Uh, uh, you mean good-looking, young, healthy? And she's determined never to have sex. <laughs> so water leads to not having sex. She a goddamn lie. She fucking somebody or something. <laughs> or something. Okay, let's get back let's get to the story. The story is called She's a Big Girl. You're a Big Girl Now from Erie Magazine by the great... Uh, What's his name? Corbin. Richard Corbin, the artist. He's underrated. You must be insane. You must be insane. Do you think, uh, I can't remember his name now. See, that shows that Richard Corbin is better than this guy. Oh, Franzetta. Frazetta. Frank Frazetta. Do you think he's overrated? Frazetta's better than Corbin. He always did great covers. Uh, everybody, don't listen to this guy. What about Brian Bolin? Do you think he's overrated? Bolin's is awesome. Okay, that, and this guy is as good as Brian Bowling. No, no, no. No, no. This Corbin guy is okay, but like he, I said, he's overrated. Steve Ditko is ten times better in his sleep. Now, he's overrated, but how could Richard Corbin <laughs> be overrated? People don't talk about him that much. I don't hear his name bandied about at all, so how could he be overrated? Well... Bernie Wrightson is better than Corbin. The Chris talk about who you think is better than they equal. First of all, how could he be overrated if nobody talks about him? And he is highly underrated. Everybody, Richard Corbin, look up this guy's work. He's awesome. He's fantastic. He's as good or better than all the artists that Trench Cone Mafia just named. Anyway. Not sure. <laughs> oh, I... Was looking for this page where uh, I was going to say, look here. Uh, we'll get you. We'll, we'll probably get. Trying to uh, slide her. 38. Look at this bitch's face here. Her face is all over this page. On the middle bottom panel. What about it? It's, it's fine. It's not fine. She looks like she's been molded out of clay. You picking one panel? Out you should of... real life models like Greg Lands, even though Lands sucks. But that's because no. he can't. Walk. These people remind me of real people with a little bit of artistic uh, license. Anyway, don't listen to this guy. This guy, Richard Corbin, is incredible. Incredible. <sighs> now going back. To the beginning of the Even day. though, when all's said and done, he's only one tenth of the great Steve Ditko. <laughs> no, I will go. Forget it. And oh, that's oh, page whatever it is page thirty-five. You see the father at the edge of a bed, and I'm just going to use this as an example. You, everybody, you can see the father, the look of horror in his eyes, wide open. And his veins popping out his arms because he's so stressed. You don't see veins or any kind of detail in Steve Dicko's art. Thank you. This is a public service announcement. 
the only reason Stan Lee got decoded. I, I don't believe Corbin even bothered because James Warren didn't even pay that well. Well, and he did spectacular art even for a guy who didn't even pay him. But let's go, let's go uh, here. Oh, prologue is just a, a rocket ship from the night. Well, old nineteen fifties. Earth goes to Venus <laughs> rocket ship in, from the sci-fi or the 50s. Who would think a rocket could fly like that? But anyway, it's a landing and a whole bunch of astronauts get out. It's landing on like a barren surface of look like a moon or some kind of barren planet. And that's it. And there's a whole bunch of ruins on the planet of a lost society. And see if they find a tape recorder or a reporter's tape recorder. And that's just the setup with these these uh these astronauts flying. We just see the astronauts with their big helmets, and you could tell that you know this is an Earthling the tape recorder is from because it, only Earth can make some raggedy ass tape recorder. I remember these tape recorders though from when I was a kid. That's how old this is. Uh, actually, you were an adult back then, <laughs> so uh, and it says. And you see two, a couple, a man saying, are you sure there's no mistake? No mistake. The doctor, meaning the the girl, the woman is pregnant. You sure there's no mistake? Because I do not want to have a baby by your ass. Uh, He's got time to push her down steps and kill the baby, though. But for some reason, he doesn't. The thoughts and opinions of Trent. <laughs> I gotta find that old recording of of that. Yeah, really. (laughs) You also need to bring back Doctor Doom. Oh wait a minute! Everybody hated him. I thought you hated him. Uh, I never said I hated him. Doctor Doom was funny. (laughs) Well, people thought he his voice sucked. Okay, so you saying you... I've done so many voices in my show, of course I'm going to like Dr. Thune. Okay, well, he's always behind the scenes producing and editing, so maybe I'll bring (laughs) him back. Anyway, back back here, uh, the woman, you know, said later I found out that the, the wife, Sarah, was in labor after only three weeks of conception. And you see the mama, she's Jazz, Jim, call the hospital. It hurts. Oh, God, it hurts. And it, she's only supposed to be pregnant three weeks. Look at her giant stomach. Well, she had, well, we'll see why she has a giant stomach. She has a giant baby. But the stomach should be bigger, actually, than this. This is, to me, this is not the biggest that a woman's been even at nine months. So she should be bigger than that. And he said, it's impossible. He said, I know it's impossible, but I, he's, <laughs> I don't know who he's talking to, but I tell you. And then he hears his wife scream. Aah! Okay, he's on the phone. Okay, Corbin, that phone is a little bit too dark <laughs> for us to tell that he was on the phone. Forget it. It's still red art. I don't know why these top two panels had to be in black and white. <laughs> because it's a setup for, yeah, actually, you're right. It shouldn't be. The epilogue could be black and white, but everything else should be in color. And it says, you're a big girl. Now, I like this font, this 70s font here. Why don't they use stuff like this now? It is a very 70s font, though. <laughs> I like it. 
you're a big girl now. You're a big girl now. It's not like a sitcom. This could be a sitcom. This whole uh, story would be a sitcom. But uh, I'm just thinking there's so many good potential break songs for this. <laughs> okay, you can tell me after the show. So I can say, no, you know what? <laughs> Go ahead, name them. Since you're so bad, I can't it. think of any off the top of my head. It was okay. You were gonna... <laughs> yeah, bitch, you don't got no good potential break songs. <laughs> can't even name one. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, Helen Ruddy, I am woman, hear me roar, or whatever, or I am woman, whatever that song is called. Uh, yeah, that's one. Anyway, he's on a, the father's at the edge of the bed. By the time the the paramedics have arrived. He's got a blank stare of horror on his face. And behind him, his wife is on the bed dead, blood all over the sheets, all over her legs, all over her mouth. And the baby, the giant ass How's baby. Why is there blood all over her mouth? She probably hemorrhaged up. She probably coughed up blood because that baby <laughs> damn big. He kicked her heart out, or she kicked its heart out. And she's screaming. In real life, the father would have killed the baby. <laughs> What would that have done? Because now you got a dead baby and a dead mama. Justice. The baby killed the mother. It's a murderer. The baby didn't know. The baby is an innocent child. How dare you? How and these doctors are over here doing like EC characters. Good Lord joke. <laughs> uh, par- uh, paramedics, actually. He said even the callous ambulance crew got sick at the sight. And the baby's crying. Ah, now it's in color again, finally. Okay, uh, he said, it's a, that baby's 32 pounds at birth. She cracked the pelvic bone and ruptured the uterus. The mother bled to death. Largest and strongest baby on record. Physiological freak. Yes, I know. She's quite beautiful. <laughs> I like this, some nice, good 50s dialogue, 50s monster dialogue, or, you know, or mad scientist dialogue. I like it. I like that the doctor here is lusting after the baby. Uh, uh, he's saying it as a... He's not saying it out of lust and sex. He's saying it out of science. Jesus uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the, the doctor trench home mafia. Anyway, how do you feel about Gary Glitter? Uh, didn't he go after little boys that's sick? Later on, he switched to little girls when he went overseas. Well, that's okay. Fuck you. Anyway, that, <laughs> and this is a reporter. The, right now, the reporter got on a Pee Wee Herman tie. I guess this is showing how he's changed through the times himself. And this this reporter, who the narrator, who we see in the eyes of it through. I, I mean, we've seen it through his eyes. And he said, what about the, the father? Hates her. He blames her entirely for his wife's death. Sticky problem there. You think so, doctor? You fucking think he'll make a miserable father yet he won't have the child adopted. Insist on raising him herself. I don't like it. It's like, wait, wait, why they even putting that in there? If he really hated the daughter, why don't the writer give us a reason why the dad is keeping the father? Because I mean, this I, way he can torture the kid himself. Uh, that's fucked up. Well, he doesn't never torture. She has a miserable life. And I meant to say, why is the father keeping the daughter? That's what I'm missing. Uh, but that's fucked up. How could you blame a baby 
I need more. I don't know. I need more than <laughs> as a writer. I need. I mean, as a reader, I need more writer. Okay. And he says he and this reporter was one of the privileged ones to see the child. I don't know why the father. Oh, oh, he says only because the Times was paying Mr. Nelson for an interview. He'd become reclusive. His bitterness and resentment dominated his entire existence. No, if the doctors are seeing this and everybody's seeing that, if the doctor can tell the doctor that he's the father, I hope in real life they would take the child away from a parent like that. With what justification? That we think the daughter child's in danger. And it, he would at least get an interview with CPS and they would say, okay, we come to the same conclusion. He... He may kill her. He blames her for his wife's death. That's our complete, our conclusion. And she's in danger. Well, he's not going to kill her because even as a child, she looks like she can kick his ass. <laughs> but here, to me, she's not that big enough. Like, look at this, where he's saying, I'm just going to the liquor store. Let go, you brat. And she's coming up only to his waist. I mean, or oh, actually, if she stands up, she'll probably be as tall as him. So... <laughs> she grew up it says she grew as no child ever it would have been grotesque if not for her startling beauty but she in the class she, she, she stands up and, cra- and her head crashes into the wall and knocks down plaster and she said I'm sorry Mrs. Wigger, Wiggins never mind dear just regain your seat please what, what seat can hold her <laughs> That's a good question. I know she was a she has a giant seat. No, she couldn't be in school because if somebody picked on her, she would just swat them and break them. I'm not, I'm not buying it. Come on, come on, writer, come on. <laughs> you know, so far the art is a thing that's making this spectacular because the visuals here. Why do they even let her into a regular school? Actually, they with been- normal sized kids. <laughs> and uh, here's a little symbolic where she they're visiting New York. Her and her father, or they probably live in New York. She saying, "Dad, what is it? Oh, it's just a Statue of Liberty for Christ's sakes! Don't they teach you anything?" And there's a big neon sign in the sky reading, "Foreshadowing." <laughs> Can we visit her someday, Dad? Can we? I've never seen a lady bigger than me. Yeah, yeah, sure. Now shout out, will ya? You're making me deaf with that bellowing. That's the other thing. Her word balloons should be giant too when they're not. That's true, or have some kind of like the vision or Iron Man, some kind of <laughs> color to it, so you can tell that she's bigger than a bigger voice than everybody else. So his eardrums must be cracking, okay, <laughs> breaking open. I hate this dad that he would keep his daughter and try to make his daughter miserable because he was mad. You know, it's like, motherfucker, whatever drugs you and your wife was taking, blame that. Blame yourself. Well, from his point of view, the little girl killed the mother. And I'm saying it was their her, the mother's diet or her her drug use or something. Or she did. She was one of them student programs with the government, like in a fire starter, where they paid her and injected her with some kind of drugs. I never saw that. I started to read the book, but I couldn't finish it. It was so bad. Uh, you trying to say that Stephen King is a bad writer? Some of his later books are bad. When he first started, he was awesome. 
but it just got worse and worse. People don't Soon just... I was writing like 2,000 page books like Talisman. Okay, but Firestarter was one of his first, not, or earlier in his career, so you can't, uh, you can't. I like Carrie. That book was only about 100 pages, and that's enough. We know your attention span can't go no further than that. It's and it says, these were terrible years for the little girl. My heart went out to her, but I, my hands was tied. She was eight, and her father signed a contract with Madison Square Garden. And then and she is, the girl is lifting ele- three elephants on her back. Okay, now that's amazing right there. Her ass needs to join the Avengers. If you go, <laughs> you can lift three elephants on your back. Okay, okay, I didn't know. He actually... Uh, isn't Scott Lang's daughter who can turn into a giant, isn't she dead now? I don't know. I don't keep up with the minutia of that. And I can't believe you knew that Scott Lang had a daughter. Wait, is she the one? Is she stature? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't trust you. Killed her, I think. Okay. Why are you always killing people? Because he's a great hero. Uh, he has to kill everybody to keep them honest. Um, then the little girl is having, a, you know, she's has one friend who's the who was the reporter, even though he's really just using her because he's a reporter, in my opinion. And, he's, and they keep the girl chained up. He said, "Why they keep?" He said, "Why the chain? Why do they keep you in here?" And she's in a barn with hay, and she said, "Oh, that's just in case I roll over in my sleep." I'm like, "What?" And he said, and do you know if they, if they, the doctors know when I'll stop growing? Bitch, you ain't going to stop growing for a while. You're only eight years old. And, uh, no, I don't buy it. How are you going to keep a baby in a, in a, in a barn? This story, even though this is a fictional story, I'm getting mad at it. Well, where would you keep her? A big ass house, or at least to get a warehouse. If the government needs to subsidize her <laughs> and buy a giant, one of those giant warehouses, and she can make it to a loft there, probably. <laughs> Actually, no, she made $10,000 in one night. They ought to pay her more. How the fuck are you going to make $10,000 a night? No matter where they would put her, she would eventually grow too big for that place. Well, right now, she no, a warehouse even. Well, yeah, she would. Actually, you're right. She would. But shit, $10,000 a night, you ain't going to have me sleeping in no fucking hay. Motherfucker, this thing is making me mad. I want to find Bruce Jones and hurt him. You well, at least I got her in chains here. No, what do you mean at least? I hurt anybody. She's not going to hurt anybody. She's an evil freak. She's not evil. Where is she evil at? All freaks are evil. Okay, so everybody just... Check out the judgment of Trenchcoat Mafia. Uh, he says Dr. Doom is a hero, and this little girl, eight-year-old girl, is evil. So check that. So y'all keep that in mind. Okay. For any- well, if she worked for Dr. Doom, he could use her as a weapon. Weapon. No, she should smash him. Okay. <laughs> as a matter of fact, they need to get rid of him. He's anachronistic. He's got a big-ass green cape. He's got... A big metal One mask over space. Greatest creations. No, get rid of Reed first. What does he do? 
Uh, he's fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Okay, uh. Modest. How arrogant do you have to be to name yourself Mr. Fantastic? Uh, he didn't do that. So probably the papers did that. Now, the Kearney, the Barker, or whoever, I mean, the, the carnival owner, circus owner, or whoever, the, uh, the reporter comes back. He said, months past, war broke out again in Europe. Hey, where the fuck is, what, what time is this taking place? Okay. <laughs> Forget it. War broke Well, is war always breaking out in Europe? No, if you said the Middle East, then yeah, I get with it. But like Terry Shea said, tonight in the news, violence in the Middle East. That story, you could always use that. You could always use that tagline. But war broke out in Europe. This is World War Two. The Eagle Chase. I tried to watch SNL this Saturday. This show's gotten so bad, it's unwatchable. No, I heard that there was a bunch of big stars on it this weekend, including Chevy Chase and Tom Hanks. And th- Those were only cameos, though. Were they good? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. No, wait a minute. Cameos because Steve Martin. I heard that Wild and Crazy Guys was on there. Uh, <laughs> Steve Martin was there. So was Alec Baldwin and Martin Short and who else? Candace Bergen. But it was all for nothing because it wasn't funny. <laughs> I guess it used to be. Wait, so wait a minute. Martin Short didn't do Ed Grimley or whatever that character's name? No, they – Tim and Steve Martin and – who was the other guy in the Three Amigos? They did the Three Amigos for like – Five seconds. Wait, Steve Martin and and Dan and Chevy Chase. Oh, that's oh, that's it. Okay. Uh, well, what about Justin Timberlake, your favorite? <laughs> that was the worst part about it. Okay, and here, and I always don't get that when they say have them pretty boys like him. That now he's a comedian. He's on. He was in a movie, The Love Guru, and, and which I'm glad it bombed. I have somebody on the show just to be good-looking, get Natalie Portman or somebody. <laughs> oh, you know what? I hated her for years because I thought she was under-talented and overrated. But then she did a rap on Saturday Night Live. Now I think she's the greatest thing. <laughs> it's bread. I saw that, too. <laughs> yes, she was funny in that. I have to admit that that just for that rap. I don't know about the rest of I didn't see the rest of the show, but that rap she wins. She wins. Anyway. You see V for Frendetta? No. Because I was gonna say, wasn't she in that? Yes, she's in that, but what's that gotta do with anything? <laughs> okay, Alan Moore did, he denounces that. He denounces all his movies <laughs> made from his stories. No so, matter how good they are, because V was good and so was Watchmen. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like Watchmen. And anybody who say Watchmen suck, oh, fuck y'all. Even though they should have kept the squid. What the squid? <laughs> <laughs> What's this, that, that cheesy-ass thing? Let's get back to the story. There's a guy, the guy who owns the carnival, uh, when the reporter comes months later, he said, where's the giant girl? The giant girl. Oh, she closed months ago. Yeah, it wasn't pulling them in anymore. People only want to look at a, at a freak one time, you know. Hey. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Fuck you, a giant girl, especially if y'all not letting her out in the public, y'all keeping her 
uh, in a barn for nobody to see her, people will always want to see the giant girl. You must be insane. <laughs> and she will be breaking in, breaking in money somehow, some way. People want to stop seeing a giant. Oh, oh. Well, he argues, you know what it takes to feed that Goliath every day? <laughs> he made $10,000 a day, too. Uh, oh, wait, wait, he didn't say that. Oh, you made that up for your own. No, the oh, bottom panel. Oh, he does say that. And then he's screaming at people to the left, stupid. The zebra's going to the left. Okay, fuck you, man. I want to kick this guy that. Then he finally find the reporter finds her on the island in the Pacific coast, far away for curiosity seekers. Oh, so this is a happy ending. Because he's on a beach. If the story ended here, yes, it would be. But it keeps on going. And then he's, he brought her some more books. And she said, I'm afraid the print's too small for me to appreciate. I mean, it's too small now, but I appreciate the thought. Okay. I have a feeling she would be dumber than this and we're like, cause they keep her in the barn. She's gonna hardly read names. Okay. But I'm like, yeah, at least bring you some large print books, motherfucker. I mean, why he bring you this tiny ass? He said, you look wonderful. You've grown. I mean, and then yeah, she does look like, uh, Suzanne Summer in the seventies or the girl from Jaws. <laughs> she looks, you know, all hot. Said she blonde, tan. But you notice she ain't got no house. You just see her on the beach the whole time. <laughs> she, she ain't got no That's probably where she lives. We already established what house can hold her. But she noticed she got a bikini. Somehow she got a bikini in the side. Where'd she get the bikini? <laughs> and, it's, and it's nicely tailored. Too. You know what? She would be famous. That's what I'm saying. She would be famous. No, look at panel two. Her boobies popping out of her bra here. We should see her right nipple, but we don't. No, they Fuck do. The, no, the, the the nipple is over the bra. It's not under it. And I think she's trying to show some nipplets to him. She said, this is kind of a waste, though, having a pretty figure. I mean, for all the good it'll do me, I, I might as well be fat and ugly. At least she notices that she's hot. <laughs> and... He said, you mustn't think like that, Rachel. Oh, she said, oh, I don't. I keep busy just round, rounding up three meals is a full-time task. Oh, what did she do <laughs> to get food on that island on a Pacific coast? What does she do? Well, she's she has these whales as pets, but I figure she can have them for lunch. <laughs> no, no, no. And yeah, she did. Yeah, she do got two big ass well. Okay, you gotta be super large. I think she would be bigger than than what they have her scale to the man if she had two wells as pets. Because the pet, because the, her arms, she resting her arms on the fucking well. Okay, that's god. That's almost Godzilla size. If you go, okay. and, and, oh, that would be a good story. Godzilla versus this chick. Uh, yeah, they should do that. Oh, actually, most of the giant girl stories, she's only about as big as King Kong. But even though here she should be Godzilla sized. Anyway, uh, she said the dad died. Good, good riddance. Fuck that motherfucker. And he said, now, uh, I don't, I don't know what he's saying here. He talked about, oh, he's doing a series of articles. And then d- during the time he brings, He's doing articles. He brings one of his co-workers, his female co-workers, over to meet Rachel on the um, on the island. 
He said, I should have realized what was happening, but I was too close to the situation. Because when she gets there, <laughs> uh, she, he, he says, hey, uh, Rachel, this is Miss Clark. And she don't hardly talk to Miss Clark. And when they leave, she says, she's usually talks her head off. I don't understand. Don't you? Open your eyes, Dennis. Didn't you see the way she looked at me? I mean, the daggers were six feet long. She's in love with you, dear heart. And this time, you've got more than you can handle. Uh, that's more than anybody can handle, unless their name is Mother. Well, Mother. this bitch is pretty vain, don't you think? <laughs> wait, wait, who, who Miss Clark? Yeah, she what thinks the, she the giant girl doesn't like her. The girl she, she did. She did say hello to her. She said hello, <laughs> and she said that's almost hello. And she was all pissed and shrunk down on the side. Uh, and then Dennis said, silly, she's only 17. Yes, Dennis, you got so you got uh, with morals, you got standards. You don't go to a young girl who's 17, who's underage, to fuck or to be interested in like that. You're right, Dennis. Thumbs up to Dennis. Thank you. On behalf of Doom, the anti uh, I agree. Because 17 is too old. Uh, (laughs) The lady, Clark says, "Mm, but she's big for her age. She sounds like Trench Cole Mafia. I know the look of love. I know the look of a woman in love. Oh, that's the song for this. The look of love is it? Oh, never mind. Is it all written all over that big, beautiful face? You know, there'll be some kind of man. There's some man would try to fuck her if he could. <laughs> but this guy, he ain't going to fuck her. Which, I well, mean, how can he? She's like, I don't know, five times the size he he is. More than that. But what if, uh, yeah, what if a hot chick like this was giant and she wanted to fuck you? What would you try to fuck it somehow? Would you cry? That's a good question. <laughs> then why can't you just say, no, I wouldn't because it's too, you know, she's too big. <laughs> Maybe they could find a way to turn me into a giant, too. And then it would work. Okay, there's no fucking Ray. <laughs> no giant Ray. Okay, she grew, She she's a mutant. Where's Hank Pym? Anyway, that's true. Like, can we be in a Marvel universe or something, please? Okay. And he says, and she says she want him to move to the island. And he said it's a big drafty, don't you think? Because there's no fucking houses over there. Okay, there's nowhere. She doesn't have roof over her head, and somehow her hair is all lustrous and beautiful. And she said, "I'm not a child, Dennis." I know the sexual side of our relationship would be impaired. Uh, you think? <laughs> <laughs> she could pick them up and use them as a vibrator, though. Okay. Uh, I... <laughs> or a dildo. He, she would kill him. I, would, I wouldn't deny you the physical company of another woman. In that case, let's do this. <laughs> but, why can't, but why does that mean we can't love each other? Do I intimidate you? Yeah, bitch. If you get mad, as a matter of fact, <laughs> if she wants him to fuck other women, she just needs to lay down, and him and the human-sized girl 
can use her as a bed. <laughs> uh, I don't think she went to the other woman there, seeing how jealous she was. If he could get inside, you know, as long as she just opened up her legs and he'd get inside, put some, you know, breathing ma- oxygen mask on, get in there to find a little man in the boat who is probably about his size, and then rub yeah. on it and just rub on it, and she's good. Okay, and she's fucking good. And, and he said, Oh, we, and she just said, I'm not a child, but he going to saw her and say, Rachel, you sweet, silly little girl. Can't you see? How could we grow closer when every day we grow farther apart? And then she kicked this, <laughs> she kicked the sand castle over, over his head. Okay, you could have just killed him now. No, okay, I would have got the going. I would have never come back. I'm like, bitch, you could have see how mad. Now imagine if we was in a relationship and we got in an argument. I would be fucking dead. Fuck you. I'm out. I jump on the <laughs> And get the fuck out of there. Our body's not our mind. Isn't it man's mind that elevate him? Damn it, it isn't fair. I want the same chance to love as a normal person. I'm like, okay, some people are freaks and they don't get love. They get elevated. This is the exact point where he should just pull out the flamethrower and kill a ribbit. <laughs> hey, it's not her, man. She just frustrated. It's not her fault. She just frustrated. All you gotta do is leave. And I, would, I would never come back. I wouldn't kill her. I would just never come back. <laughs> and he said, I re- realized. He said, <laughs> it was at that moment, sudden outbreak of anger, that I realized Rachel's terrible potential for destruction. Oh, you didn't notice it when you saw that she was five hundred feet tall. <laughs> and then uh, he said, I blame myself. For whatever for whatever chance Rachel had at a happy normal life, I dashed to pieces. Okay, there could have. It's not just your fault. Dude. Other men, if they took the time out, can go there and find her. Okay, and I'm sure other reporters. You know, this is how stories are. They limit themselves. They limit. But in real life, other reporters would see her. Well, the story Bruce Jones only has like ten pages to tell this whole story. Okay, I guess I give it to you. And then he said, <laughs> a letter came for you today from Paramount Pictures. Where are they sending letters to her? <laughs> but and he said, they want you in the mo- to discuss the movie with you. And he said, I was against the idea of the movie deal from the start. But now that newspaper articles were done, I knew she could use the money. Rachel was being exploited. Only this time, she was old enough to know it. Sadly, she was beyond carry. Like, so what you want to be in a movie, motherfucker? Fuck you, okay? <laughs> it's a fucking movie. And uh, the cop here at the bottom explains they're remaking King Kong as a musical comedy, which is what they should have done instead of the horrible 70s remake. Uh, people like that. That was a big hit. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> they should have done a musical instead of the Peter Jackson version. Anyway, uh, yeah, oh, 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 I, forget, I don't know what the scientist is, is talking about here, where he's saying, according to our calculations, she will have broken the ionosphere in six months. As you know, an exceedingly thin layer just above the Earth is absolutely necessary for our existence. What do you suppose will happen if it was suddenly assaulted with tons of carbon from her lungs? And oh. Bruce Jones misspells existence. And that t- took me right out of the story. The letter probably misspelled it. I blame them. I, <laughs> I give him the benefit of the doubt in this case. 
but uh, that's stupid to say she's going to poison our atmosphere with her, the carbon from her lungs. Her lungs ain't been enough to get her, <laughs> fuck up dirt, and we, we got bigger problems. Well, now. it does look like she's got a pretty healthy pair of lungs. <laughs> and it says the military had his own grievances. She's the original doomsday machine. If she continues to grow in size and strength, nothing to be able to stop her. What if she should decide to defect to the Chinese? And he said, it was an, one day it approaches. Why would she defect to the Chinese? Really? Because they might be willing to fuck her. <laughs> or they might be saying, ow. <laughs> or they, they say, hey, we built machine. We built giant dildo for you. Giant electric dildo. <laughs> How's that? American didn't do that for you. We do that for you. You feel a giant electric dildo. And then that's it. Or uh, some kind of robot. Something. That reminds me. I forget what it was. But I saw some anime with a giant fucking machine. Like, just like you're describing. Okay, that's uh, more, <laughs> more than I uh, need to know. It's a, and, of course... She damn she now she is as big as the Godzilla, and for some reason, without explaining, she just comes to the city and starts tearing shit up because she's mad, she's frustrated, I guess. And <laughs> at least they didn't have to wait for the ionosphere bullshit. And she she starts damn she just tearing up. I want to see more destruction. And so, uh, so, somehow, even though she's naked, because no, <laughs> now they said the fuck it, she's too big to find clothes for her now. Uh, Somehow her her hair just happens to cover up her nipples every time. You can sort of see her nipples here, though. And, and then she swat uh she swats the building. I'm seeing this is the building that T Mafia lives in, and he's flying out the window here. <laughs> <laughs> and Midtown went down under her onslaught like a series of bowling pins. Okay, they would have bothered her ass before she even got to the city. <laughs> and then he's up there on the fire escape yelling, Rachel, Rachel, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> and, oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, this, well, forget it, I'll say it later. She's yelling, Rachel, and they shooting bombs at her. And she's just saying, mother, mother. She done went crazy. Poor girl. Oh, poor girl. <laughs> she's a giant and she's a killer. And she's a freak. Poor girl. <laughs> no, because right here, like, Dennis says, perhaps it was the lack of oxygen from her constantly increasing height, or maybe the incredible pressure she'd been under was finally taking its toll on her fragile brain. Whatever the reason. You always underestimate how smart she is. Her mind was in collapse. She reverted back to the days of childhood. This this is a mental illness. This poor girl. She's not like Dr. Doom who knows what the fuck he's doing. Okay. How many people... Has she killed at this point? Okay, uh, thousands. But <laughs> but that's not her now. Now she's beyond her. Even Captain America would agree she's got to go down. Well, yeah, she's got to die. But I'm saying we feel sorry for her in that she didn't intend for any of this. Poor girl. This is a sad story. Okay, I got to. As long as we can still kill her. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because she's beyond them getting killed. Even though we got nuclear bombs and shit, nobody could have killed her ass before she got to the city. And they just shot at her with missiles. That, and her hot, or well, supposedly the missiles were fired at her, but she ain't got a scar. That reminds me, I just watched an anime, uh, Barefoot Gen, or Gen rather, 
about Hiroshima and apparently nuclear bombs are bad. Okay, uh, that thing was written in the 50s or the, or the early 70s or something like that, and you just now get into it, first of all, second of all, F you. The movie came out like uh, 83, I think. Forget the movie, the book, there was books before that. Yeah, 30 years ago, you're beyond, you're behind, okay, first of all. Second of all, F you. Third of all, this is a good picture that Richard Kirvin has of the girl's buttocks as she walks away, smashing the city. Oh, <laughs> on the building that he's on, she said, Mother! If we go, these bricks were badly drawn, because at first I thought they were books. These <laughs> bricks ain't supposed to be wavy looking, okay? They're supposed to look like bricks, uh, Corbin. Anyway, she grabs the building. And they don't look painted either. What, what the fuck? He's flying off the building for some reason. He had, oh, he still has his tape recorder, and he fell, you know, he fell off the top of the building with his tape recorder, and we just see her walking away, crushing the city under her foot. That's the last page of the story, except for the epilogue, the black and white epilogue. And, and then they they're listening to this tape recorder, and they said, "That's it, Skipper. The tape ends there. Larry must have been killed in the fall." I'm afraid it doesn't explain the structure. They're of the aliens, world. and yet they have Earth names like Larry. Good. No, it's <laughs> well, he says Skipper, but I mean, uh, yeah, that's fine. I'm tired of these stupid made-up fucking names. <laughs> Slackolax, Frigglelax. No, just name a regular ass name. Carl, Ben. Yes, that's fine. And second, and you know, they're translating everything in English, so they might as well translate this Eng- this alien language names to a normal name by the way uh this story, this story still has the problem that eminem's song stan has in this narrative the narrator has the tape recorder that he's taping all this on but the tape recorder should be all destroyed <laughs> especially in the song stan at the end of the song stan is a song guy about a song about a guy who put his girlfriend and pregnant girlfriend in the back of the trunk and was sending a love letter or a love tape recorded message to Eminem, <laughs> but he was recording it in his car as he drove off a cliff that destroyed the car, and and somehow the tape got mailed to Eminem, and he didn't, as he listened to our news report in the tape recorder at the same time, he's realizing it, <laughs> that, oh, uh, this tape recorder, this tape is this tape from the guy who just drove off a cliff. In this story, Dennis fl- falls off the building with a tape recorder. Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> that Eminem video was good. That's back when there were actually good videos. That's or bad. Videos at all. The movie about murdering your girlfriend. and She and deserved it. Pregnant, the baby, the innocent baby. Or he wouldn't have done it. <sighs> and he, he probably had a good reason. Like, for example, he felt like it. That story is sad, creepy, disturbing, and that song dis- disturbs the mess out of me. Is there anything that doesn't disturb you? Well, the story actually does, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and I want to say, yeah, just like this, that song, Dennis, his tape recorder will be destroyed, but somehow the aliens find... Well, actually, it does explain how... Out of all the shit on this quote-unquote planet that they're on, they find his tape recorder 
amidst bricks. But uh, they said, yeah, this explains how Lowry is killed, but this tape doesn't explain the destruction of the planet. Perhaps it does, Hastings. Let's go back to the ship. <laughs> it's my belief that Rachel never did stop growing. She finally became so hygienic she posed a, great, <laughs> a greater threat than that of the military or the ionosphere. She upset the balance of the planet and she knocked it out of orbit, sending it to the sun. It's my belief Rachel stopped, never stopped growing. You think, motherfucker? Because as they take and off the ship... Uh, she knocked the Earth out of orbit. Only Superman can do that. No, uh, apparently Rachel is badass as Superman, uh, except her life is more tragic. The aliens take off First, they take off the helmets, and we see they're not human at all. They look like anuses, prolapsed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ugh! But at least they look very alien, and so I give them credit on that. I like when they make aliens look really, really alien, even though they are. Who's the store track? <laughs> they had a budget to work with. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> once in a while they have a good alien. Like that alien who I'm sure that there was a name for him and fans had a name for him, but uh, I don't know his name. He in Deep Space Nine, the bar, Quark's bar, aka the Tatooine bar from Star Wars. Anyway, there's that big ass alien who looks very alien. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a big ugly ass alien that looks. He kind never of, talks. Yeah, <laughs> of course, <laughs> because he they don't have the facial muscles move on that mask, but. That's that's alien is one of the few times Star Trek had an alien looking alien. Oh, and that's another movie I'm gonna go see the next Star Trek movie. Fuck that movie. Since they, since they rebooted everything <laughs> and I got a real actor to play Captain Kirk instead of fucking Shatner. Fuck you, Shatner is the motherfucking man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if it wasn't for him. Star Trek wouldn't have been uh, the phenomenon it is today. Thank you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he wasn't even the original captain. Who cares was about Pike? Lock the first captain. Okay, fuck Pike. He's only, he's only in one episode. So getting back to this, what's the episode? What is the pilot? The pilot episode, and they made it to a movie, and fuck him. He was, there was 66 episodes, or however many episodes there was, 87 something, whatever. And he was only in one, four if you count, well, I said three if you count them rehashing his story. Fuck Pike! Captain Kirk, Captain Kirk, Captain Kirk, Captain Kirk. You don't know, you even like Voyager. Everyone knows Voyager sucks. No, it doesn't. Anyway. What about Enterprise? You can't like that. Nobody does. See, you got to go all the way to the end. Nothing can be right or good. All, all of it can't be good. So you got three good series. Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Star Trek. Oh, four. Star Trek, the original, and Star Trek Next Generation. So you have one bad one. Star Trek Next Gen and DS9 were all great. The rest sucked. Fuck you. Anyway, and still, that's three out of five. Star Trek is the best, and it's all because of Captain Kirk, a.k.a. William Shatner. Uh, they were resting on his back. Oh, since they retconned everything, Shatner was never Kirk. We can forget all about him. He was Kirk in the alternate storyline, in the original storyline, 
or a timeline. Thank you. So, uh, we finished this story. We only got one more panel and you gotta get ready to go to do a recording with, uh, Star, <laughs> Star Retro. That's what I call them. Star Redundant. Yeah, Star Redundant. Fire the boosters, Larry. Let's get out of here. Larry and them take off for the ship and we see what happened to Earth is gone because <laughs> they weren't on a planet. They were on that girl's hand. Or, or her titty or something, or the top of her pussy, cause I see some hair. That's where they were. She is as big as the planet. She is as big as, and she's got the, okay, maybe not the planet, because she's got the Statue of Liberty in her hand. Okay. The Statue of Liberty in her hand. And actually, nope. but it's not, and actually it's kinda, not as small as it should be because it's like it's in her hand. So that makes her about as big as New York City itself. So that's not big enough to keep the planet out of orbit. She should have been bigger. Anyway, she says, uh, Lowry said she had become a little girl again, regressed to her childhood. She was still looking for the love, Hastings. The one person who had, who had never given, had the chance to give it to her. Her mother. How the fuck are you gonna be an intergalactic spaceman for space? Uh, ass face talking about some psycho <laughs> dinosaur psychology. Uh, fuck you, alien, very motherfucker. Well, he's allowed to be deep. What the fuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And how y'all know English, Larry? <laughs> how you gonna listen to a tape recording in a outer space with no atmosphere? Y'all had your helmets on. <laughs> that, that fine. Why didn't you take this uh, tape recorder into the ship and listen to it instead of di- well, okay, because that would have gave away the story. But yeah, that I like that. Now, you said out of this whole book with all the giant girl stories in this book, m- most of them sucked. One, uh, you think some, some were good. Is this a good one or is this one of the sucky ones, in your opinion? No, this was the best one actually. <laughs> And how dare you talk bad about Corbin? Out of ten, this uh a nine. I give it a nine. I give it a ten for Bruce Jones writing. <sighs> what about the art? Now you gonna sit that the art is bad. Fuck you. This is <laughs> I'll praise it. The art was competent. Fuck you. It was more than Maybe competent. someday if he keeps at it, Corbin will actually be good. Kiss my ass, uh, kiss my ass. Like someday he's been at this for 30, no, 40 years. Fuck it you. Helps. Kiss my ass. Kiss. There's a story by Infantino in here that makes his art look great by comparison. Uh, Infantino would make Rob Liefeld look great by comparison. <laughs> no, I disagree. Nobody... Could make Rob Liefeld look great. Yeah, yeah, I went too far uh, with that. I went too far. Okay, but uh, yeah. So that has been Doom. This has been. I've been joined by Trenchcoat Mafia. Uh, skip his podcast. Actually, his podcast is this show. Doom. Go to Doomcast. Blog. No. Uh, go to Podcast X. And Tim, it's in your own interests. People listen to Podcast X because you're coming up in 
episodes 187 through 189. That's the long-awaited Hansi uh, podcast. <laughs> People long- can hear you praise Nazis. Uh, I didn't do that. And who is long-awaited? Oh, you're the only one who is w- awaiting it. <laughs> Nobody else. <laughs> They are now because now they know it's coming. So it's not long awaited. It's only awaited since you just said it, and it'll be out next week. This is Doom. No, next week I have an episode with Santis to celebrate Podcast X's seventh anniversary. So you're going to do that with that asshole, uh, part one. <laughs> uh, part two, wouldn't it be more like, okay, I guess it would be around seventh. Uh, I can't believe it's been seven years. Fuck you again. Oh, no, say six years because you was out for a year. The six-year anniversary. And this is still seven years old. Uh, you didn't have podcast for one year. Your six-year anniversary is... Uh, for that one I was on episode 200 of Doom. So there. <laughs> That's not Podcast X. The sixth year of Podcast X celebration is coming soon and uh Zanty's fire i hope he stands you up again <laughs> you've been trying to do a podcast with him for six months to a year yeah it's not going to happen son i'm laughing at well, scott let me think five six eight episodes with him coming up eventually already recorded so there i don't fucking believe it it's a lie and you would have put them up just to have a uh, variety between all my podcasts and Courtney's podcast. You would have put him in there if that was true, but you didn't. No, I'm so you know, retentive. I feel compelled to air the episodes in the order they were recorded. People don't believe that Zanti's and oh, y'all better hope Zanti ain't on eight episodes. That's going to be a long eight episodes. He talks too slow. Well, they're getting up, though. Yes. There's one, and then there's you, and then there's me solo, and then anybody trying to hear a solo do uh, a solo podcast from X? <laughs> you don't have you just this tim- recorded a solo episode yourself. But yeah, but that's like comparing uh, who that's like comparing Richard Pryor to uh, Carrot Top. You can't. Expect to deliver like I do when it comes to solo podcast. Okay. Uh, actually, nobody I think wants to listen to solo podcasts. <laughs> Except for the dooms of the day. <laughs> That's why your solo episode has zero comments. <laughs> okay. Because they're so odd, they're speechless. <laughs> this has been. That reminds me. You have to comment on one eighty six Santi's episode because I want to know what you thought of that. Since you hate Santi's so like I said, much, it's gonna suck. As a matter of fact, that's my preemptive. This this is horrible. This is fucking horrible. There you go. That's my review. Santi's <sighs> fire on podcast X. It was actually awesome. I managed to review a whole comic within one episode for a change. Yeah, and that's a shame, too, that uh, you need to chop up all these episodes. 
Anyway, I mean, well, you can ask the fans, but I don't think people have the patience for more than a half hour or so. It's called Turn It Off and Listen to the Rest Later. This is Doom into uh that's Trench Mafia. Doomcast.blogspot.com. Sign up on the Doom Facebook so I can get dirty likes. Until next time. Stop updating that site. You need to be putting out more episodes instead. I don't know what you're talking about. Peace. The Facebook page. <laughs> Wait a minute. How you know what's on my fucking Facebook page? You Don't worry about whether you don't even have Facebook. Fuck you. That's how I, uh, what you call it, get the word out about the podcast. F-U-F-U-F-U. <sighs> oh, here's another picture. It's like, and, and that's it. No content. Uh, again, what do you know? You don't have Facebook, so what do you know what's on my Facebook page? Second of all, uh, fuck you again. I have your Facebook page bookmarked, and now you just posted Superman. <laughs> just new guy. What about him? Yeah, Henry Cavill and Amy Adams, who don't look like she should be any kind of Lois Lane, but who gives a fuck? Nobody's going to see that movie because it's DC, but everybody's going to see Iron Man 3. Are you going to see the Justice League movie? Nobody's going to see that because hopefully they won't be able to get it made. Uh, fuck Justice League. They ain't got shit on Avengers. All these people saying, <laughs> saying, oh, the Avenger movie. After it came out, people said, they need to do a Justice League. Shut the fuck up and enjoy Avengers. Okay, because you're not going to enjoy the Justice League. They're going to put the, they're going to slap dash it together. <laughs> Actually, they scrapped it. It was supposed to be 2015, but they scrapped it because they knew it was going to be shit. It's going to be total Hogwarts shit. And of course, it has to be good because all of the solo DC movies were great. Like the Green Lantern movie. Everybody loved that. They also loved Superman Returns. Oh, wait. No, they didn't. No, they uh, I hated the Green Lantern movie, and so did Starlock. <laughs> Another great movie, uh, Psych, Dark Knight Rises. That piece of shit. No, you're not going to be that able to. That was okay. You're not going to be able to. Catwoman, Catwoman was sexy, but she should have got naked. You, you, you think Anne Hathaway is sexy? As Catwoman, yes. <laughs> In other words, you want her to be sexy as Catwoman. This has been until next. She was sexier than Halle Berry's fake Catwoman. Okay, everybody talks shit about that movie. That movie wasn't that bad at all. They overrated it for badness. It was a fun, campy movie. Yeah, yeah, that movie was fun. She was fighting Sharon. Uh, Stone on top of the building. Sharon Stone was made of stone. She was like marble. And she was fighting Catwoman. That's a superhero comic movie. Y'all need to stop hating. Just because somebody else said, because a couple of people said it was bad, now everybody had jumped on the bandwagon. Oh, Catwoman's I'm, a work. I'm confused. 
your advertising episode 51 on your Facebook page, but it's not on your site yet. Okay, if you could read, it says <laughs> coming up on the next Doom in episode 51, coming up is this comic book that I'm reviewing. Okay, with Trinko Mafia. It didn't say it's up now. It said, look out for it. It's coming, coming soon. Like trailers, when movie trailers are out, they're talking about movies that are coming out, not movies that are already out sometimes. Coming attractions. This has been a public service announcement. Thank you. Uh, I thought we were done recording. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, but you ain't never, never let me end the show. Now I'm ending it. Oh, go ahead. We out. Peace.